0: Hello
1: and welcome to Nintendo News Report for Wednesday, June 29th, 2017. I'm Donald Terriel, uh, your host for the evening's festivities. Uh, unfortunately, Alex is recovering from several possible signs of E3 Bola, even though he wasn't there. But we do have we do have most of the regular crew here. I am joined by Alaska's own Zach Miller. Hello, hello. And live from Historic New Jersey in a very opulent basement, Justin Baruby. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and the guy who's been on the show more times since he left than when he was on as a regular, <laughs> our site director and boss, Neil Ronahan.
2: Hey, everybody.
1: All right. So we have one big news story to this week, and then uh, the New Jersey crew went down to New York to play some stuff that... Um, you probably got. You probably aren't sick of hearing about, considering it's all the Nintendo Z three lineup. But first, the big news of the week, of course, the Super Nintendo Classic coming yeah. out. On, I'm coming September 29th. eighty dollars US, hundred in Canada, surprisingly, and twenty one games, including the previously unreleased Star Fox Two.
2: Mm. Yeah. Uh, first off, if you haven't seen the uh, the the Star Fox Two trailer that we unearthed, <coughs> it's on the YouTube channel. Um, John Raridan was able to find it, and weirdly, the the voiceover announcer sounds like him. And it's it not looks like, I mean
3: this this was one yeah. of the Nintendo Power tapes that they sent. out.
0: <laughs> it's
2: really weird though; they use that yellowed Super NES in that
3: advertisement yeah. too.
2: Yeah, it's weird. It's almost like um, two days ago. Uh, but yeah, check out that Star Fox Two trailer. It, it's it's all, like John John Raridan made a fantastic like send up of '90s game marketing. Uh, and also that manages to be a really good preview of what Star Fox 2 is <laughs> cuz he just runs down like everything about it and uh i mean it's not what 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 people have played before with Star Fox 2 it's it's like it's not even the final game so yeah it's it's kind of come to light with the the reveal of that Star Fox 2 is actually getting released and i think this was kind of known before but Dylan Cuthbert who uh, was part of the original team on Star Fox 1 and Star Fox 2 he was it? it's Q Games? Yeah, because Q Entertainment is Mizuguchi. Q Games is Dylan Cuthbert. Uh, they did the Pixel Junk games. They did some of the art style games back on on DSi. And I love those art uh, style games. <laughs> yeah, uh, and Dylan Dylan Cuthbert said that like no Star Fox Two was totally finished, and this is going to be that version of the game. Like it was mastered and done. It just got Ooh. canceled because it didn't want to you know compete with the N sixty four. Uh, the the version that is kind of circulated, like, you can buy, you know, if, if, you, if you, you can go get it, a ROM of it. I know some people, like like John, John has done, uh, you can get, like, a repro card of it and play it on your Super Nintendo. But that is not what we will be playing uh, if we can actually get our hands on a Super Nintendo Classic when it comes out in September. Uh, what we will be playing is <laughs> the unreleased game that very few people have ever played. Plus, said uh, it'll be the actual
0: translation, isn't what we have a fan translation on that ROM? Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know the story of the ROM, so I won't do okay. that. But, but yeah, this would like this game was finished, and now we're gonna play it. Uh, it will be eligible for Game of the Year awards. I don't yeah. know if it's gonna make any noise because it is still. I mean, as 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 excited as I am to play this game, it's still a uh, a 3D space shooter released for the Super Nintendo in 1995. Um, or at least was made for the Super Nintendo back then. Like this game ain't gonna be a masterpiece, as far as I know. It's probably gonna be Dude, really
0: cool. Oh, John uh, Rerden called it game of the year.
3: <laughs> I
2: mean, I, I don't know. I guess, I guess, I don't think that Star Fox Two can compete with like with the likes of of, of Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Mario Odyssey. I could, I could yeah. see. I think there's an outside shot that Star Fox Two like makes it into our top ten. <laughs> Um it, it's more we'll of a see.
1: historical curiosity though as opposed to a full-fledged yeah. release anyway.
2: But I mean the lineup for the Super Nintendo Classic is is pretty fantastic. There are some misses of course. Uh but but that lineup is great. I don't know, do you have it on hand, Donald or Yeah,
1: I've got it uh, pulled up here. Uh first-party stuff, uh the original Donkey Kong Country, Earthbound. We should
0: miss two. Hey, I saying. don't One is better, but two should also be on it. And three.
1: <laughs> I love the trilogy. Kitty Kong, Kitty Kong for life. Earth, Earthbound, F-Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course, Link to the Past, Star Fox, Star Fox 2. You have to beat the first level of Star Fox to get Star Fox 2, so uh, good luck. <laughs> uh, good luck. Mar- Mario Kart, Mario RPG, which we are currently playing, some of us. Mario World. Yep. yep. Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, and the big one for me, honestly, is Yoshi's Island from the first-party stuff.
3: Yeah, because that's the first time Yoshi's Island, the Super Nintendo version, has been re-released.
1: Yeah, because they never they never bothered to, or they, for whatever reason, it just never ended up on Virtual Console, and every re-release we've had of it has been the GBA version, which...
2: Yeah. Well, I think... I, I, I can't 100% source this, but I saw a quote circulating that I think came from some kind of Nintendo PR... Or or Nintendo in general. Maybe someone can back me up with this. Um, I, I don't want to be spreading misinformation here, but I think there was some comment from Nintendo saying that they had trouble emulating the Super FX chip before, and they have figured it out for the Super Nintendo Classic. Uh-huh, okay. It's not that like there's literally an FX chip in that little system. That is not the case apparently. Oh, <laughs> um, I need to. I'm gonna. I take that. Take what I just said with a grain of salt because it was something that I came across on Twitter and cannot 100 <laughs> percent verify right now. But, I mean, obviously, they figured it out. Yeah. Uh, because we have three Super Effect ship games uh, at a minimum. I think... I don't know if any of the other ones included.
1: Yeah. yeah the other and the other games, the third-party stuff is Contra 3, Final Fantasy 3, or 6. Which is and, awesome. Uh, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Super Castlevania 4, and the game that go. Jonathan Metz famously declared they, they can go up
2: Zach, Super Zach, Zach we're guys. recording a podcast live.
3: <laughs> She's in here, man.
1: <laughs> Hi, Gina. Anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, and I think I think the other thing, the other thing I'm really liking about this thing, aside from the ins- absolutely insane game lineup, is the fact they're putting two controllers in the box this time.
2: Yes. Yeah, because it was so hard to find a second one. Dude,
3: I harder, got it. Harder, harder, to find,
2: harder to find than the system
0: itself. They never reissued yeah. them either. It was only that like, yeah. one day. You, if you didn't buy them within that 30 seconds online, the second it went up, you weren't getting one. Amazon crashed when
2: I tried to buy one. That's, I, that's bad I think lie. mine ended up coming from Walmart. So the big question coming out of Super Nintendo Classic, outside of like, holy shit, that lineup. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's not a question, but it's a good lineup. Uh to get one on September 29th when it comes out. Science right now, the signs right now are pointing to you should be able to get one if you want one <laughs> sometime in the fall. Right.
1: Yeah. The because um, we've seen pre-orders for it in the UK, which sold out in about thirty seconds. Although a lot of people are importing the European model. Um,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I have I have a pre-order for the European model. Ooh. Down. Just. About.
0: I want to get all three controller types. Yeah, although I think the European and Japanese ones will be the same. No, because it'll say Super Famicom, and the European one
2: will say Super Nintendo. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, I mean, we haven't heard anything about pre-orders in North America, but it seems like pre-orders will happen. Uh, I mean, pre-orders happened with
3: the NES Classic. I don't remember.
2: No, Uh, Target accidentally. Okay. Yeah,
1: you had you had one rogue store,
2: and that was pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Like Target did it, and I don't think they were supposed to. But well, if they if they did, wasn't it only up for like a very short yeah. period of time. Like, oops. but like, but like Best Buy already has like a placeholder page up. I think Amazon does too. Um, pre-orders does. haven't pre-orders haven't gone up yet, but I I strongly suspect that they will. Um, Nintendo's official word is nothing to announce at this time. Um, I mean, I mean, but everything that Nintendo said is that like that like there will be. Uh, I think I think the exact quote out of Nintendo was significantly more than the NES Classic at launch.
3: Yeah, I
2: mean, obviously, we have no idea what that means. And I think that that launch day for this is still going to be a shit show because people are going to lose their minds over this because the NES Classic was so hard to find that Mm -hmm. even if you have even the most moderate curiosity about this or you want to try to get it and flip it online, you're going to show up day one and try to get one. I do think that you know maybe maybe that first week is going to be terrible. I think that like by Black Friday by Christmas time, because um, this is only going to be sold in the calendar year 2017, as far as Nintendo has said so far. Oh, that's right. Um, I think that it's going to be coming out in September. I think getting it in you know the end of September and October might be a pain in the ass, but I think that come come you know holiday season in November December, it will be you know, realistic to get for an average person, as opposed to like need, needing to be like, I, I wound up, I was on the hunt where if I saw it prop up on Amazon, I had a couple friends that I would just order it sight unseen and be like, all right, you owe me 60 bucks. Like that's what I did with the NES classic. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't, Cause I happened I... to like, when they had those restocks, like, I mean, I'm the kind of person that's following, following game deals on Twitter. So when it cropped up, I was just like, all right, I'm just going to order some. <laughs> Yeah, I try, I tried to get an NES Classic on, on launch day, like
1: I said, with Amazon, and you could not get the system or the controller because the, the thing hit the demand was so high here it, it literally killed the website. Yeah,
3: so, I uh, still. I intend to once again get up at six o'clock in the morning and go to Fred Meyer by my house.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I, 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 think if you have if you have a will for this, you'll be able to find it. I mean, if we look at like, for example, what Nintendo'd, Nintendo, Nintendo uh, early Amiibo days, like that was hell. Um, well, uh, actually
0: early amiibo days you could pre-order it months in yeah, advance yeah, sure, very sure. easily and then um, it's just once they hit that's when it became hell
2: yeah but but, but yeah, i mean even still like if you look at like early amiibo like that first like you know first six months like that was terrible if you wanted oh, yeah. to just walk into a store and buy one yep. but if you yep. notice now with amiibo it's i mean because they have the pre-order like retailer specifics it's a little bit of a bear but like they generally have a better handle on like how many people want them and they'll make more of them. Like the Zelda thing, the, uh, the 25th anniversary one, the Zelda ones that came out in December. Um, once it, once people realized that it unlocked exclusive stuff, for breath of the wild, then those things got really hard to find, but yeah, if, I you still just, seen if, them. if you wanted, if you, you could have walked in to most stores in, in December, and, I mean, that's what I did. I just walked into stores in December and easily got those those 25th anniversary Zelda Amiibo. Mm-hmm. They only got harder to find because I think the, uh, like, in line with how previous Amiibo were selling, they were kind of, you know, they, they sold in line with that. But then Breath of the Wild's, you know, critical reception, and the fact that there was exclusive stuff to unlock in there, that, that jettisoned up the demand for those two levels that Nintendo wasn't really expecting. But they I think that'd
0: be issued. Older ones, though, which yeah. is still a problem for people. Well,
1: you know, they I, still I, have those Animal Crossing ones cl- clogging all the shelves anyway. <laughs> I mean, I was ones.
3: I was about to say I went to uh, Toys R Us to get uh, probably my 3DS game of the year uh, on Sunday. Ever Oasis, Ever Oasis, and they oh, had Oasis. they had like a whole gigantic display of nothing but hundreds of Amiibos. And it, there was a sale on <laughs> Animal Crossing. <laughs> Buy one, get two free. Yep. I mean the I Animal Crossing. Cross
0: yeah, Animal Crossing stuff is also a problem, problem. with World of Nintendo items in Toys R Us as well. Because yep, I noticed the that Levi too. Us, yeah, the pile of like every Toys R Us I go to, it's like all the Animal Crossing figures and plush and everything. It's just everybody's got to stop in this country with Animal Crossing, unfortunately, because that merchandise does not sell. Yeah. It's clogging up the channels too for getting the stuff that would sell. So
3: I don't know why they're pushing it so hard too. I mean, they seem really committed to making Animal Crossing a thing
1: because it's a huge thing in Japan. Yeah,
3: I know, but, but I they should to... know by now that Japan doesn't translate to North America. So those Splatoon uh, water guns are
2: uh, are in Toys R Us now. I think I saw someone. Yeah, I think Splatoon. GameStop has them too. Possibly. Okay, GameStop does. Yeah, I'm. I, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably go out. Um, Tomorrow during lunch or something, and, and try to see if I can find any of those. Because you also, uh, when you went to the Nintendo World Store earlier, you found some more of those uh, Nintendo World and Nintendo figures, which I really like. Those things, like they're they're nice. Yeah, it's a cool uh, line. You can, you can already get a squishy Metroid if, if you so choose. Two different kinds of squishy Metroids. There's the two point yeah. five inch and the six inch. And, yeah, got my big old Metroid, but uh, mm. but yeah, um, the Super Nintendo Classic. It's out in three months, almost to the day, and uh, I'm really excited for it. I'm going to uh, give a sincere effort to playing Secret of Mana and hopefully not hating it like I did when (laughs) I played it when I was 12.
0: I'm going
3: to get an HDMI switcher for my computer monitor because that's where I put my NES Classic.
0: No, I am excited for it. It seems like a great product, especially for people who have never gotten to play these games before, uh, like younger audiences. Uh, older people are gonna want it too just because it's convenient and they probably don't have these games anymore. But my biggest concern is a problem that not many people noticed on the NES Classic, and that is there is a sound delay in oh, the yeah. games. And when I was playing those games, it just like drove me crazy when I tried to play it on NES Classic because my mind has become so conditioned to like the timing of the sounds it would throw yeah. everything off for me. Mm.
1: So how long do you think it'll take before they uh, before you can inject other games in there to fill in some gaps because I I think Maybe the four
3: 2 hours <laughs> Well, yeah, if they're there's
1: are... a
0: while
2: for the NES classic, didn't it? It was at least a month yeah, or yeah, two. I don't know
3: people know what to do.
2: Well, that
0: yeah. what if they don't have enough space this time? What if they have just enough memory for what's on there basically? Oh,
1: that I mean fun.
0: I mean you you probably can't
1: find like that's true <laughs> flash memory in in that low of a capacity that 24 oh. the 21 super nintendo games would fill that
2: i don't know it's star really? fox 2 might be really beefy <laughs> like
0: <the> cd rom game <laughs> in disguise it's for the nintendo yeah. playstation yeah but the i think i think the real i think the
1: biggest things aside from the other donkey Kong country games that are probably missing from this are Act Razor and Chrono Trigger, and I'm assuming there's some music issues with those, or yeah, just the X3.
3: There's an interesting, yeah, I think an interesting, um, It's it's like uh, I I, I
2: yeah. mean Act Razor is the huge miss for me. Like that's that's the game that I feel like is is very representative of the Super Nintendo and should be in there. Um, the Corona Trigger thing, like because you can like pretty easily play that. Um, yeah. Like I mean, the oh, DS version is. Is, is pretty fine, you know. Even if you want to play it on PS One or whatever, and I guess like with Chrono Trigger, like they got Final Fantasy three and Secret of Mana in it. Like yeah. Chrono Trigger would have been great to have, but like it's, I'm not, I'm not pissed off about that because the four RPGs that they do have in there are very strong. Yeah, and there's probably like you know you got Square to give you two big RPGs, yeah. maybe the third yeah. they 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 wanted
3: to keep closer to their chest. It's a tragedy that Tetris attack is called Tetris.
2: Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I I think that I, it's, I'm of the belief that, I mean, it's on the, it's as paneled upon, uh, it is in the Japanese, uh, super NES classic. (laughs) And I guarantee you that if it wasn't called Tetris attack in America, it would be on the SNES classic. I think,
1: I think uh, Hank Rogers, the guy who runs all the Tetris licensing, has said he regrets letting Nintendo slup, slap the Tetris name on Panel de Pon because it yeah. has nothing to do with Tetris. Yeah. You know, I mean, like, I never
0: understood it when I was younger.
1: They
3: must have done it to sell the game in America, otherwise. Oh, totally. You
2: know. um, but I mean, for me, like, I, in all honesty, I, th- I don't know if I would have played Panel de Pon back in the day yeah, I mean, if either. it weren't because it was called Tetris Attack. So, like, yeah. it was probably well, like, a good 3-8. call back then. What? They actually chucked Yoshi into it, didn't they? So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, Yoshi, was, all the Yoshi, though. Yoshi, Yoshi was
0: hot back then.
2: A yeah. hot new was character. Like, was Yoshi's, it was basically like... They could have called it like Yoshi's Island upon. I don't know. <laughs> y- y- Yoshi's Puzzle League. Yeah. There. There you off. go. And, the,
1: and then you have uh, Naming Symmetry with Pokemon and Planet Puzzle League on the DS.
2: Yep. True. So uh, let's... Let's talk about some yes. games that Justin and I got to play. Tell me about yeah, this. So, so,
1: so yeah, so, our our New York crew went down to uh, went down to a Nintendo PR office. I'm not saying down, man. Like, yeah, we're going New up, New Jersey
2: south. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I mean like maybe west. Like, did we go? Like, I mean, like I guess I could have been. Basically, went north. My, yeah, uh, like I could have went east from from hey, where, I, where I went in.
1: I work in Oregon and Washington on a daily basis. Do that. The Northeast is lost to me at this point. <laughs> but either way, you went to an Nintendo. You and Justin went to a yeah. Nintendo PR office, and you went. You got to play basically the entire E3 lineup.
2: Yeah, so we got to check oh, out. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll 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 break it down, but I'll just go over the broad strokes of what we got to play. We got to see Super Mario Odyssey, the same demo as E3. We got to see. I got to play uh, Mario Rabbit's Kingdom Battle with a slightly different demo than was shown at E3. Got to check out FIFA. Got to play some Splatoon Two Salmon Run. Um uh and then the the big thing because this was playable to a lot of people we got to play Metroid Samus Returns on the 3DS. Oh. Um, and I tried Hey Pikmin. Yeah, yeah, cuz they had uh they had 2DS XLs there as well which Oh, um, that's
3: right. That might be my 2017 3DS game of the year.
2: What the the 2DS XL? No. <laughs> hey Pikmin.
1: <laughs> hey, Pikmin. Um, no. Sit Metroid. I'm pretty sure he's thinking of Metroid there.
3: Uh. <laughs> uh but
2: let's uh, let's start with the thing that that hasn't been that i guess a lot of people didn't get to play at, back at e3 because it was only if you interviewed uh yoshio sakamoto did you get to go hands-on with it um uh. and i think part of the reason why is because that looks like that might just be the whole freaking game on that cart because like we had it was um, um sam from treehouse you know she did a lot of treehouse live stuff uh she was showing it off and she was like over uh, cause I got to play through the demo entirely. Uh, Jared, Jared Rosenberg played through the demo and then Justin and Casey Gibson kind of like split half and half, but we're both a part of the demo. Cause we, we had a little bit of a time restriction and we were trying to play as much Metroid as we could throughout our yeah. time with Nintendo. Um, but, uh, but like, it, it was like, you know, we had someone watching over our shoulder as we were playing and when we got to a certain point. It was like, and you're done. So <laughs> what we got to see was the beginning of the game.
3: Uh, uh, I, I did assume when watching the Treehouse Live uh, footage that they were just playing the full game.
2: Yeah, uh, that was, I mean, the, the Treehouse Live stuff is basically what we played. Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. uh, so, you know, um, the the two things that stand out you have the free aiming, the free aiming, uh, and then the, the counter attack, the melee counter. And those things were both really weird <laughs> when I first started playing because everything else feels so perfectly like 2D Metroid. And then, like, you have these enemies coming in close to you, and you're like, ah! Um, and then, and then finally, you get the timing for the counter a little bit. By the time I got to the the Metroid that you fight at the uh, the kind of the end of that first area, I had a better handle on the counter, and it was super rewarding nailing that counter and just blasting the crap out of that Metroid. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Like part. The, <laughs> yeah, because there's because there's like a nice stun when you hit an enemy with a counter, uh, and I think you get like added you get like added power ups when that happens. So I did kind of get to a point. It was also to Kind of like practice doing the counter. I would kind of bait enemies and coming into me, and I'd just be like, "Wow!" How um, does the free aiming work? Uh, so the free aiming, you hold down a button, and it's kind of like how in uh, past two D Metroids, how you can kind of like stay in place and, and choose where you aim. Except yeah. for in this case, it's analog control as opposed to like you know diagonals. So, and so maybe a little
3: like Yoshi's Island
2: yeah 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 that might i mean that might be a pretty good comparison except for i mean better better control over it because isn't it oh yeah there, there's multiple ways that you can do it in know she's because isn't it where like you can hold the spot or it just constantly rotates I, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah uh it's been a while since i since i played through yoshi's island i'll probably play that on the super nes classic oh yeah uh, but the, but the free aiming yeah the free aiming i mean it's you hold down the button and then you have analog control over it and can you know move to fine degrees uh like you're you're you have like a kind of like a, a a beam coming out of it that's kind of like showing you where you're aiming. Uh when you go across an enemy it changes into a different color. So that way you know like you'd hit it if you fired. Uh so that 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 was pretty cool. Um other than that, I mean like it's 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 Metroid, and that's fantastic. Um I know someone asked me on Twitter, uh it's been a while, like I played through Metroid 2 in kind of like a haze when it came out on 3DS Virtual Console, which was like, I was very confused by it and used the fact because uh, it was kind of hard to navigate. To,
3: you have to use an online map to get the, through that game. No, you but, don't.
2: Um, Nintendo Power <laughs> Apps.
3: Yeah. I, I did it like, all... As a kid, I did it all by myself. Uh. I was playing... I played
2: it as like a jaded 25-year-old, so so I regret nothing. I um, jaded 25-year-old in like 2012 or whatever. Um, but, uh, but so... So the map does look like it's pretty different. Like it seems like it's the it seems like the game is going to follow the same basic flow as Metroid 2, but it's going to be like kind of rearranged with a bigger map. That seems to be so the I, vibe that I'm getting. It's like another
3: Metroid 2 remake.
2: And it seems it seems very zero y as well. And Ooh. talking to Sam from Treehouse, I mean she she kind of I mean spoke spoke the lines of how you know Sakamoto wanted to look at this and kind of like update it in a way similar to how Zero Mission was done. Um, yeah. Kind of, you know, wanted to make it a a modern game that is based on this older one. Uh, I did try to, I, I did make a comment about, like, so is there going to be some big thing at the end, like at the end of Zero Mission? To which I got no response. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shocking. So I will take that as totally, no. Um, I, yeah, like, I get, no, honestly, do I, do I, I assume... Quest. Yeah, I, I assume that there will be some kind of expanded stuff as it goes deeper, but they're not seeing anything else other than like the kind of the basics at this point. And and, you know what? Honestly, I hope that that stays under wraps until the game comes out. That would be pretty cool. Um, if like, you know, when, when the game comes out, people played through it and they're like, Oh my God, like it's got, it's got a total remake of super Metroid in here too. That's not going to (laughs) happen,
0: but that's not going to happen. The game did feel really good. And I was concerned about, uh, that melee attack, but it felt really good to just nail that thing. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my concern with the free aiming is if it's used too much, it might slow the pace of the game down a little bit because you do have yeah. to stop moving to do it. So we'll see how that pans out, but I'm not really knocking it. It's just a slight concern of mine. No wonder- how, did it,
3: how did it look in, in motion? Because I thought the it, Treehouse demo looked great. a little iffy. No,
2: the 3D is the really 3- good. Okay. The 3D is fantastic. It looks great. It runs great. I mean, it it suffers from what every 3DS game looks like when it's blown up. Yeah, so, so that's true. just got kind of like you know, Ever Oasis is a game that in trailers you're like eh, yeah. I don't know, and then you then you play it on the system and you're like this looks great.
3: Yeah, and, you know, yeah. There's games really,
2: games like, best... a dime a dozen
1: with that kind of stuff. Yeah, 3DS game trailers are best viewed on a cell phone.
2: Yeah, or your 3DS. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. There is that there is that Metroid: Samus Returns trailer that you can download from the
3: 3DS eShop. I, I, I recommend, recommend it. it. It looks really I... good. Um, Uh, I will say that, if you'll recall, Zero Mission uh, had the original NES Metroid as an unlockable. Maybe this game would have Metroid 2.
1: They're including Uh, Metroid Well, they're including Metroid 2 download codes with the European
3: Special Edition, so... That that, that does seem like that would kind of confirm that that's not the case. Um, Man, I want that friggin' Special Edition. It makes ours look like shit.
1: Yeah, it does. But the damn region lock on the 3DS.
0: Mm-hmm. I do want to say, uh, in the beginning, there's like a whole like backstory cutscene thing uh, to fill people in on what happens. It's
2: got some really good art and, in it. Yeah,
0: the art was awesome, and in 3D, it looked really good. Yeah. And I was also happy to hear some of, I'm a big fan of the music in Metroid 2, even though some people might not like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. But and they had some uh, remixes in the game, which I was hoping to hear more of, and I did today. And... Yeah. I like the music.
3: I mean so the music
2: sounds fantastic.
3: What, what do you mean it sets up the plot? The plot is the federation says go kill these Metroids, and she's like, well, All right. it, it,
2: like I mean that's that's the backstory you just summed the... up, that, that's, that's what the plot is. Okay. <laughs> but, but it did but,
0: recap what happened in uh, Zero Mission. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically just like you know you find that the metroid exists and the federation's like kill them. And then They're they not. don't tell you anything that happened in the whole prime series what hap- happens between the two games. Oh
3: shoot. Well, come on. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> <clears throat> Maybe, but, this, uh, maybe this game will end with a, a Silux teaser,
2: <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Just Samus walking past Silux, and he's just like, I'm here for you, and Samus is like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Can,
1: Can we include a scene me? where Samus just randomly super-missiles Adam? <laughs> yeah.
2: I happen. mean, depending on... The, if you're looking at the timeline, he's still alive at this point. So yeah, That's true. Um, but... Uh, oh, God, there was something. Okay, someone on Twitter uh, asked me if, like, how the progression system worked. Uh, and it does seem like this is designed a little more smartly than Metro 2 was, where, like, kind of the, some of the weapons and power-ups were just completely optional and you didn't need them to complete the game. Uh, in this first area alone, you start off with missiles. Uh, you get the morph ball and the charge beam. Uh, I think the charge beam was not in Metroid Two originally, if no. memory serves me correctly. Uh, you also like you'll get the grappling beam later. You know that that wasn't introduced until Super Metroid. You can grab on the ledges. Uh, that wasn't introduced until Metroid Fusion. So it's you know like this. It's spider an updated ball? version.
0: They spider ball, ball will be back. in it.
2: Yeah, the real um, spider ball, I mean, did, not that magnetic garbage from Prime. Um, we did we did not get to. Uh, we did Play not get to see that, but, but yeah, we just. Um, you know that first area I, like i found an energy tank and a missile expansion um and i got i got my morph ball i got my my charge beam and that came holy lord it feels so <laughs> yeah, I good do. i do want yeah. to i'm so to happy i'm so happy <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think the power-ups yeah. are important to talk about because it was interesting to me, that short demo that was maybe like 15 minutes and you got all those power-ups that quickly. It was like, bam, 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 bam. So I'm wondering if that's going to slow yeah. down or if the intense pace of like continually getting stronger every like
2: half hour is going to keep up. I mean, that, that just makes me think of like, like, I guess the paths that Metroid Samus Returns could kind of go down. Like, it could be like, maybe it's only a couple hours long. I mean I guess like you know get metroid zero mission like you know mm-hmm. a a a yeah. lackadaisical run through of that game is like four or five hours um so maybe you know maybe maybe length isn't the best barometer, but like maybe like it is a just a quick game like maybe it' yeah, be fun getting those getting those forty metroids like maybe that won't take you that long, and maybe the quick power up the like the quick power up stuff is more just representative of the fact that this game you know moves very briskly, yeah or there's the very optimistic viewpoint which is maybe they're going to introduce a lot of crazy cool shit near the end of that game that like we haven't really seen in the series before that would be cool yeah what things like that in am2r I mean, I mean the last thing that they the last thing that they did 2D metroid was zero mission um, one i think that zero mission is the best 2D metroid game ever made Agreed. and two, like that that added that added a lot of New stuff to the series in that game, I mean just the zero suit alone was a completely new way of playing and mm-hmm. i can I can hear arguments that maybe the zero suit's the worst part of the origin of, of, of zero mission and I, can, I can hear pretty I can hear a very easy argument for that, not very long uh, but it, yeah it's not very long it and it was feels it was
3: very long
2: <laughs> yeah, it does feel very long, but like it was it was a new way to play the game and yeah. i'm I'm hopeful and I wouldn't say I expect it, but I'm hopeful that there's going to be something in the back half of Metroid Samus Returns yeah. that is that is going to be unexpected and and is going to be very cool. Just, I mean, everything that we're hearing, like, I mean, Sakamoto's intimately involved with this, um, and the last 2D Metroid game he was intimately involved with was Metroid Other M, and we don't want that, I mean, but I mean, like, Zero Mission, like... That's what I'm focusing on more here. We can focus yeah. on other M and maybe there will be a little bit too much of other M in this game, but it seems like they're backing off the story. So maybe not, yeah. but if this is, if this is the follow up to zero mission in any way, shape or form, I can't see how this game could be bad. Yeah. I wouldn't call other M a 2d Metroid. I mean, like, uh, I guess if if you if you look at there, there are two lines of Metroid. There's 2D Metroid and there's you know 3D Metroid slash Prime. Um, they are separated by their two producers. Uh, Kensuke Tanabe is the Prime series, you know, Prime one through three, Hunters, Pinball, Federation Force. Like that's all. That's all Tanabe. Where Sakamoto is, you know, Super Metroid, Fusion Zero Mission. Other M, and now Samus returns. Right. Uh, there, I mean, like, there's those two, those two lines of Metroid. That I mean, who knows if there's actually bad blood between them about it? Like, I would, I would watch that that television drama. <laughs> um, but I mean, who? Either way, they both have two different visions for the character of Samus. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we just settle it. I think mean, they're the both.
1: Uh, a steel cage match at the next uh, Nintendo
2: conference. They need to settle it in Smash. Um, I think I think if Sakamoto Zero suits Samus, and and uh, Tanabe can be regular Samus, and then Gunpei Yoke, y- Yokoi will come back from the grave and play as Ridley and Smash Brothers. <laughs> Too big. Yeah. Too big. Yeah. Who cares, man? He made the Ultra Hand. He made the Virtual Boy. He made the Game Boy. Who gives a shit? The Deep pad Yokoi will will punk fools. Yokoi is a legend for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, Samus Returns is extremely promising. September's
3: gonna be a busy month. Yep.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, so and there's probably a game that I'll end up playing in there some in between Samus Returns and the Super Nintendo Classic.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Paken? Yeah.
3: Oh jeez.
2: Uh, we did go. not I don't know. We probably had the option to play Pakken. We, we didn't did. Play um, <laughs> I, I played I played I Mario did. Rabbids Kingdom Battle. That game is awesome. <laughs> uh, so you had like, a different
1: demo than the one we got. So, in so the way it
2: worked is it, like it's very similar to the three demo. Um, like I got into like two kind of like normal fights against the evil rabbits. We did find out that like when you like you kill the rabbits in battle, they just get transported inside Peach's castle, and apparently you can go and visit them, and they're just like all running around the castle. Which yeah. I, just, I just like that. I like that visual a lot. Um, but the, so, so I mean the, the it's they basically made just like Xcom for pay, like it, it's it's Paper Mario but Xcom. like that's what they made. How Paper Mario was kind of like my first RPG. This yeah. is my first tactical RPG. And Ooh. it's really cool. I mean, it, So, sorry, right, so the demo that I played, like kind of you did some exploring, the animation's great. We've all seen videos of this, I I, I assume. Uh, so the, in the battles, like I had um, Mario, Rabbit Luigi, Rabbit Peach. Uh, you have you can move and attack with each character. Um, you can bounce, you can jump on top of each other's heads. You can go through pipes. Like the combat's really snappy. You can dash into enemies and like knock them down. Uh, that's all really cool. You play with cover. And then at the end of the demo, I think in the the E3 demo. You could go in one direction and you would fight. I think that might be when you fought like Rabid Kong or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. Donkey Kong, Rabid. We got to go in another direction for this demo where it was a, it was, I think it was Parabid, the Parabid plant. It's a a rabid fused with a piranha plant. Mm. Uh, So that was the boss battle that I, that I got to go off against. And that also unlocked another ability for my party, which uh, called Techniques so like mario could enter an overwatch mode where if you know an enemy moved near him he would attack uh, like peach could heal um, or rabbit peach could heal i forget what rabbit luigi could do uh, but so then that was a third thing that i could do on each turn where i could move and attack and it was just really cool kind of setting up different situations to to attack the enemies and there's a lot of interaction with the environment so you can kind of like set up so you can like you know, attack a crate nearby an enemy and do damage that way, and catch them on fire, and then like they go and just run around and they're on fire. Hmm. Uh, but it, like, I mean, the animation is is so good in that game, and even we, we got to talk to two developers from Ubisoft Milan uh, about the game, and hearing the passion from them is it's just, it's so cool that somebody outside Nintendo got to work with these characters and like talking to them about the process of how like they kind of went for the stars with everything that they could do with these characters and yeah yeah they got a I mean they 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 tried to challenge like Nintendo's IP team as much as they could and some things got turned down but like they got to do a lot of goofy stuff with it um yeah I'm I, I from from what I saw at E3 I was already very excited for Mario and Rabbids after playing it I'm even more excited and that's probably I think the I I can't think of a better thing to say about that game other than, like, it looked really cool, I played it, and it lived up to what it looked like.
0: Yeah, I didn't get to play today, but everything I've seen on the game just looks like they put in a huge effort to make this right, so...
2: Yeah.
3: I'll be interested to watch videos of it. Uh, Come on, Zach, you're no fun. (laughs)
2: Uh, so, all right. so Mario rabbits. Uh, Splatoon two. We got to play some Salmon Run. Uh, Justin, you got to play more of that than I did. Yeah, uh, Salmon you ruined our last run. You By son of a bitch. Hey, if you sure, guys didn't sure. die, I... oh, you were in the middle of your special. Like, I was in the yeah. middle of
0: my special move at the end of like us winning, and everybody else died, and I I couldn't cancel out of the special to save them, so we ended up losing. Sorry, everybody. But anyway, uh, Salmon Run is a lot of fun, actually. I wasn't really looking forward to this mode that much. I'm like, oh, that's a cool like side mode, but I do want to play it more after what I've played today. Basically, mm. you'd be thrown into this small arena. You'd have uh, a short period of time to ink it up, I guess, for to create your own paths. Then enemies would show up in different areas, and you'd have to kill them. And when you killed bosses, they dropped these big eggs. You'd have to like try and pick the egg up and get it back to your basket that's placed somewhere on this floating platform and there were three rounds after each round he had to collect a certain amount of these uh, golden eggs to proceed and claim victory so it was a lot of fun I mean uh, we, we did it on 5% difficulty pretty easily after we got the hang of it and then we went up to forty
2: percent and and I mean we basically got to the end that I think was we only I to the end the because did
0: it again with you and didn't oh, okay yeah it was uh
2: it looks fun. Like, I'm I'm really looking forward to that game. Although, I think that the the fact that you can only play it when you have, pe- like, everybody needs a separate system, that's the only way you can play it, yeah. uh, outside of, like, Splatfest-like events, I think that's a dumb idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward
0: to uh, the voice chat, at least, on this one, which is one of my complaints of the original Splatoon, and we were told that the app would be out in time
2: for this or oh, really? new right. to it, at least that is demo app. So yeah. I, yeah. Cause we, I mean the full, be out, but but it is, that is, I mean, that's, that's good to hear. I think, did, did, did we know that before? I
1: think they've, they've said it a few times that they want to have the, they wanted to have the voice chat out for Splatoon
0: 2's launch. So, Okay. Yeah, I, mean, not, I don't full know if full they said in time for it, but they said it would work for it and that the app would be out. I think I was told the app would be out around that time. So, Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, it. I remember hearing it. some stuff
2: that, like, the way the party mode was designed in ARMS was basically around the app. Oh. Um, so, I mean, I think when the app comes out, I think it'll work with ARMS. So they could even drop it, you know, before Splatoon 2 comes out, and there is a game out that, that could work nicely with it. I hope it works with Mario Kart as well, because that would get me to yeah. play that more. Uh, I mean, Mario Kart needs more than that to help its online interface, but... They did. They,
1: they did drop an update tonight that fixes some of the stuff in the races. But yeah, the stuff before the races is what's the real gong show.
0: Yeah. Well, can you tell us about the update, Donald? I didn't hear about that.
1: Uh, it,
0: I you know it. it, it he, I'm just pulling pulling up the details here because I got okay. a chance to. Yeah, I had no idea that was even dropped since I was gone all day. I guess. Yeah. So it. Um. They.
1: It is largely focused on online changes there, Uh, like the uh, race rules, course name are now displayed on loading screens. Players who are behind in online matches will receive items geared toward catching up more frequently. Have fun with that. Great. Uh, No, no more than two Piranha Plants will be granted as items at the same time. Uh, Controls are no longer unresponsive when the timer runs out when choosing a me racing suit. That seems like something that would be rather important. Uh, the item wheel no longer spins continuously in online matches. When a player uses an item right after the Superhorn, that item will now remain available for other players. Uh, the boomerang now returns to the first slot. Online matches now end as intended 30 seconds after the first place racer finishes. Mm. Uh, items shown in a player's item slots now display correctly when holding an item behind. No longer possible to use an item after it has been used to block an attack. And communication errors no longer occur frequently while spectating or after spectating online matches.
2: Yeah, that's good. I, I, I kind of want to go back and play some Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Which, from little... my experience with Mario Kart 8, I never thought I'd say that.
1: <laughs> I played a little bit of it today,
2: actually, and it
1: was kind of fun, although uh, I, I got Mario Karted pretty heavily a couple of times. I mean, it's the name
2: of the game. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like there, there like I, I think there was there was I think it was around when it came out I was playing it online and, and I just I had like four races in a row where I'd have two laps where I'd be absolutely dominating and then I'd get hit by like four items in a row and go for like first to tenth and just be like, oh wh- why why don't even play this game <laughs> like, this <is> so <laughs> like I was doing I like I was perfect for two ra- two laps and got hit by three items in a row and now I'm
3: screwed yeah i'm i uh, I'm not any closer to buying this again,
1: so speaking of Mario, you guys also played some Mario Odyssey this afternoon
2: yeah uh it was so jared Jared Rosenberg went to e three so he had experience with the game already watching him play was like um I felt like a, a wee baby child playing Mario Odyssey, yeah looking at a full grown adult who has been alive for forty years um that's yes. like it. The controls are a little take a lot more getting used to than I expected. Uh, so we played it, um, you know, Joy-Con freehand. I mean, that's the uh, according according to Nintendo. That is what the developers think is best. Mm. Uh, so you do motion controls to use the cap. You can also use buttons to do that too. I didn't get a real good handle on how the cap controls. I mean, I did only probably play like. I mean like probably somewhere between five and ten minutes of the game in total. So oh. this is more me get trying to get used to the game and not totally having a handle on it quite yet. I, like I like the cap controls. I just I they weren't it wasn't it wasn't as intuitive to pick up as I hoped it would be. But so I So when you able... say
3: cap controls, what does that mean? So you throw the He's cap He's not out. just throwing his cap?
2: Um, well, you can throw the cap in kind of different ways. You can have it spin around you. You can throw it up. You can throw it, like, down. You can throw it to the side. Like, I was kind of having a good, like, using the motions to, like, throw it to the side, but there is, like, kind of a special thing where I think you, know, like, you, like, shake both controllers or something, and then it's supposed to spin around you, and I couldn't really get that to happen regularly. Um, oh, so And, like, the stuff where, like, you throw out the hat and you, like, jump on top of it, like, there there is a real, like, touch and precision to that. That as of yet, I do not have that precision. Interesting. Uh, I I mean, watching Jared play it, like it seems like if you put a little time into that game, you're going to be like making Mario sing. Like
0: it's just you (laughs) couldn't even for somebody who's played a lot of those 3D Mario games. And I could do some crazy stuff in them. It took some getting used to, and I didn't grasp everything right away. But I think if I had maybe like an hour with it, which Jared probably has have, I'd probably. Be able to wrap my head around everything.
2: Yeah, like it no controls sense. it controls just different enough from past three D Mario's that it's it's kind of a little uh, a little bit of a, a mind a mind fuck, and you need to like you know wrap your head around it because it's like the whole rolling element, uh, you know, like the long jumps kind of back in it and it functions a little differently because you can kind of do the long jump into roll.
3: Hmm. Did you get uh, to play any of those uh, sections where it goes into the wall and? Uh, I, think, I think Casey one. did
0: Casey did yeah uh, those, those things, look really that cool look so cool yeah but the D pad doesn't work there just in case you were thinking about using
2: it's it it's also it's also really? super weird to see big mario in in 2d get hit by get hit by like an enemy <clears> and then just like lose one of his slivers of heart and not <laughs> an <enemy. laughs> I noticed like, that too it's yeah. really weird yeah yeah but, I mean, just, like, exploring that world. Like, I got to screwing with the Moai statues. I got to run around New Donk City. Uh, I, I just, I want to just run around that world. In, in and it varies, like, it does feel very similar to how I felt playing Breath of the Wild. Even in the, the short time that I got to play it. Yeah. Because it's kind of that, like, you know, you start off in New Donk City or Sand Kingdom. And you just look around you and you're like oh my god there's something there i could do there's something there i could do uh i need to come back here i need oh look there's captain toad like i can get to the top of this thing uh it's got that that feeling of 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 like breath of the wild where it's kind of like oh i can go to there and it's a lot more it's like you know more more focused and less expansive than breath of the wild because it is you know what, what is it six five or six kingdoms i think is what we know about okay um like Those kingdoms, I don't know. I don't think they will add up to the total size of Hyrule in Breath of the Wild, and that's okay. That's okay yeah, that's for funny. me,
0: because it seems like in this Mario game, from what I've seen, there is reason to go to all these places, and there's things to do. And in Zelda, yeah. it's like, find the Korok under the rock.
3: <laughs> but that's so fun. But, yeah, I mean, How many have you found, Zach? Uh, actually, I've found a lot of Koroks. Probably
2: not as many as Justin.
3: Yeah, I'm getting close no, to 700. Not. Oh, good lord. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nowhere no near then, that. And now you've got that and you've got the DLC dro- first pack dropping on Friday, so you've got the chance oh, to backtrack I and check find, the areas you missed. Yeah,
0: I can finally f- have that ability, which should have been in the game to begin with.
3: I have to get that DLC. But to to finish up uh, yeah. to finish up
2: Mario, I feel like I sound overly negative about it. Um, no. It's just... They're just uh, I mean, the controls are going to take some getting used to. And I think that's, uh, as as we all get excited for the October release, we need to realize that, like, you know, maybe maybe our skills that we developed in Mario 64 or Galaxy, maybe they won't hold up here as much because it controls differently. But in all honesty, to me, that's really cool. I like that there is a 3D Mario that feels more unique and new than past 3D Mario games. Yes, yeah. And I and, and also, I, did,
3: did you did you get a Mario 64 vibe?
2: Uh, it's kind of hard from that demo to get a vibe of the flow of the game. Oh. Like
3: because but it looks like you can go anywhere and do whatever you want and complete goals in yeah. or whatever order you want. That's what I'm looking for. Like I
2: think it is more comparable to a Mario 64 or a Sunshine, but I think the better comparison is comparing it to none of those past 3D Mario games <laughs> and viewing it as like a bold new step for the series. Because yeah, sure. it doesn't like Mario sixty four and Sunshine still had, like you know, they, they still had levels that you would hop into. Yeah, and I I feel like maybe the, maybe the best comparison to a past three D Mario is imagine if the hub world from Mario Sunshine was uh, more in depth and the entire game, at least at least from what we've seen with the Sand Kingdom. And uh, what is it? Metro Kingdom is what they call the New Dog City area. From yeah. uh, what we've seen about that, it's like just imagine like the hub world from Mario Sunshine, but it's way more fleshed out, and that's the game. Yeah, one You're thing I've f- thinking yeah. about that, like that sounds like a cool game.
0: No, I thought the Sand World looked cooler, but uh, one thing I find bizarre about the whole PR marketing of this game is Nintendo's continued insistence to be like this is the successor to mario sunshine i mean before they're like galaxy is like the successor to sunshine and now they're just like backtracking on that and i understand like it's like oh it's more of like a sandbox game but it's like you know they're all 3d mario i don't know why you're mm-hmm. really doing yeah. this and and before it was more like oh no the uh, galaxy is not going to be like sunshine For, forget sunshine because so many people have negative feelings to it. but now this is the the success, the real success, of the sunshine—I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's like I understand it, but so so
3: time, suddenly, it's like people—it's like people suddenly liking Twilight Princess again. Yeah, I've always liked it.
2: So screw you guys.
1: The, the Zelda cycle that's going to come around for Skyward Sword in about uh, two years. I don't
2: know if that's going to happen. And I've always no, loved no, that no. one too. And I,
0: I think and when I, I, I joined the site, Zach asked me what my favorite Zelda was, and I ranked them, and Skyward
2: Sword was in top. I remember three, that he hated me. <laughs>
3: I, I, um, I recommended we
2: not hire you. <laughs> I remember. Uh, I remember really. Uh, I mean, like I love Skyward Sword, but I I don't know if we're ever going to get that moment where people are like, oh, Skyward Sword was always good. I I mean, I just think the 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 lar- the the populace's large rejection of motion controls have yeah. doomed Skyward Sword. Jeez. Although I could see in a couple years a Skyward Sword HD or whatever coming out and having normal controls and everybody fawning over it.
3: How would you be? How would you do that though? No. Because can't, oh, I mean, I have no Android idea. Android that. The sword has to go. Yo,
2: yo, yo, <coughs> Zach, I ain't a developer. I don't work at Nintendo. <laughs> I think so that's a, a bad idea. Zelda. But they've 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 literally remade pretty much every other Zelda. Yeah, no, so it's a matter of time. That's true. Although you know, we ha- we have that Metroid Two remake. We got to get that Zelda Two remake up in this bitch. I agree.
3: With you.
2: A- I, I think that you played you played FIFA too, right, Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I did play FIFA. Uh, FIFA is soccer. Yeah. Uh, Casey, Casey Gibson and I got to play each other, or, or it's it's football as the Europeans call it. Oh. Um, but uh, so so Casey and I got to play each other. Casey and I are both lapsed FIFA players. I would argue um, calling me a lapsed FIFA player implied that I played a lot of FIFA, which um, might have been true. I played it on the Wii when there were like goofy arcade modes, because that's that is my jam with soccer is arcade sports. Um I did play like FIFA FIFA on Wii U I did kind of get into that a little bit and that's that's the most I've ever played a FIFA game in the modern era um, I mean it it felt really good I liked playing that game uh, unfortunately I almost got a red card several times <laughs> because uh, Casey Casey would have the ball and I would just go and try to slide tackle and deck him that, that's how it, that's how those games worked on NES. That's, yeah, that that, <laughs> that is how I. I don't care if it's supposed to be real soccer. There's a dude with the ball. I'm gonna try to kill him. Like that's how I operate in sports but, games.
1: No, I mean, that's it's how for, that's how you're. I
2: can tackle a dude in Madden. Why can't I do it football? I mean, <laughs> soccer.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that you got the wrong kind of football there. But anyway, you not. Did it did it
2: run well from what you noticed? Because yeah. I know that I mean, great. We got to see it on handheld mode too. Like that, that felt really good. Like good view of the good view of the pitch and everything. Um, I I think that it is weird because the sports games that are seemingly getting the most love on on Switch are probably my least favorite sports games. Like I mean, I'm like super into football. Like would love a hockey game or a baseball game or something. Uh, I'm not really that into soccer and basketball as sports, mm. uh, but. The they prospect of having, Tiger. i mean, uh, well, no got they don't some problems. Do <laughs> they do not need to do that. No one needs to do that. Uh, cool. But like with with NBA Two K, was it NBA Two K eighteen and FIFA eighteen on Switch? I have a feeling I'm probably going to get both because the prospect of having a console like experience, sports experience on a system that I can bring with me everywhere, even for sports that I don't really care that much about. But like, I mean. FIFA and NBA 2K18 are very well-designed video games, even if they have players that I don't really have any affinity for. Um, I think I would have a lot of fun with those games, playing them on the Switch, on the go. I had a lot of fun with NBA Playground. Well, I guess fun and NBA Playgrounds are contradictory terms at this point. Uh, but I played a lot of NBA Playgrounds on the basis of I wanted to play a sports game on the Switch. Right. And and I regret that time that I spent with NBA Playgrounds, <laughs> because even after I finished the review, which actually finished is a strong term, because the online still isn't there. It's almost been two fucking months. Uh, uh, even after I finished what the review is right now, um, I still played that game more, because I was just like, oh man, I just, I just want a good basketball game. This isn't it. But like I just gotta play it. So like, yeah, I'm gonna get to NBA 2K team. I, I hope there's legendary players or something, because I don't know who the hell's on the NBA anymore. Like, I don't know, like Frank the Tank from the Wisconsin Badgers, I think he's in the league still. That's cool. I'll play as him. Like, Kareem was on uh, Family
3: Feud on FIFA. Sunday.
2: FIFA looked great. Um, it, I, I'm curious to see how it'll do. I wound up picking... Uh, I, went, I wound up having a conversation with the PR up from EA in which I was just like, please bring Madden. Please bring Madden to Switch. Can you can you tell them to bring Madden to Switch? Uh, and the dude was just like, you know... <laughs>
1: this is a well, we are open to it but you know and I'm game. just
2: like ah just bring that into Switch like what? you have like Casey and I would buy
3: it I know that's only two people but that's two more than you knew before Port it Man, would be nice you know? if they put a Madden on the Super Nintendo Classic
1: what 93
3: <laughs> <thing that's all? laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you know I mean they put Tecmo Bowl on the NES for God's sake Duke,
2: uh, they should put NHL 94 on the, the Super NES Classic Make uh, them bleed. NBA Jam. <laughs>
1: yes, I, 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 I think I mean, the rights for I think that one NBA Jam might be toast just because I think Acclaim had the home publishing rights and well, what's Acclaim nowadays? Yeah, well, I mean, what what helped
2: the, what, I mean what helped Tecmo Bowl being on the NES Classic honestly is because there was already the neutered version that came out on Virtual Console, Oh, um, which is weird because like they like because I I had um. I was, it was when I went to go see the Packers play the Redskins the night before the game, when I was at the hotel in DC, it was right after the NES classic came out. Uh, I was playing it with my brother and my brother-in-law and we stayed up very late playing like hours upon hours of Tecmo bowl. And we were looking oh. to see like, because, because the, we were just playing against each other and like we played as every team and everything. Um, that, I mean, that game's great. Uh, it also, like, because uh, my brother-in-law had, like, latent powers where he played this game a lot and he had to cheese it a lot, he started destroying us. And then my brother and I decided, like, we can't, we can't stand for this. <laughs> um, but, like, looking up at the teams, like, they changed how characters act in that game. Like, uh, I think the... Is it Tony Dorsett, I think, is on the Cowboys in that game. But for some reason, he's a... Or, no, is or, it Herschel Walker's on the Cowboys in that game? But he's, he's a white dude? And like they made them not as good in, in like the Virtual Console update. It's it's weird, yeah. uh, but like because you because all the names are different, um, or or they're just numbers. I think so. You kind of try to piece together who the hell they were supposed to be, mm. and it seems like the stats are actually different in the Virtual Console r- release for some of the characters. So Bo Jackson
1: isn't God in that game, or did
2: they? Keep... No, Bo Jackson's still very good, but I think he's less good than he Nerfed was before. Nerfed. Thing- I don't know, like I was I was I was reading some I was reading some stuff online about it as we were trying to figure out what players were what players and it seemed like they kind of changed around what some of the how some of the players acted. Hmm. Riza right. R- 36 is Herschel Walker. Yeah that, that was that was Herschel Walker and that I think Dorset Dorset predated that, I believe.
0: Yeah. And I also got to try Hey Pikmin. Hey! Tell Pickman. us
3: about Hey Pikmin.
0: Hey, Pikmin! I believe starts off with Captain Olimar crash landing on a planet. And when I asked where/how this pieces into the Pikmin timeline, I didn't get really a response. <laughs> it's um, apparently it a
2: different the... planet than before. It's is is, is Olomar the worst...
0: equal to Pikmin Three?
1: Is, is Olimar just the worst pilot in the known galaxy yes. now?
3: Yes, he is. Have, have Pikmin just seeded multiple worlds at this point? Well. I don't know, because maybe maybe, bed, maybe
0: his company just gives him garbage ships. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I played the first demo level and it was like the worst tutorial because it's more just like talking for no reason. But the second level was like a level and I really don't have much to say about it. You move with the circle pad. And uh, you can whistle by tapping on the touchscreen to call nearby Pikmin to you. And once they're with you, you can tap where you want to throw them, and they get thrown there immediately. And they'll bring stuff back or build a bridge if you if they pick up bridge parts. And you can use them to attack enemies as well. And that was basically it. Like a side scrolling, so
3: the touchscreen game with where you just use the circle pad to move them. You, you move
0: Alamar, and then you tap where you want to throw your Pikmin and then right. you could call them back. I mean, you st- each level or the, the one level I played, you start out with just a few Pikmin and you'd find more as you went through and it looked like some enemies were carrying some of the Pikmin. So if you like killed them, like there were some flying bug bugs with extra Pikmin. So if you threw a Pikmin and hit the bug, uh, an extra Pikmin would drop down. You'd have that added to your arsenal. So It just
3: sounds kind of boring.
0: Uh, it was pretty That's straightforward. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully nice it strategy. gets better. I mean, it worked. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it was Yoshi's a functional video game. It also worked. Yoshi's New Island, I think, had a lot of problems with the collectibles and the levels were. So the levels weren't very short, and if you screwed up getting one, and they tried to trap you, sometimes you couldn't go back and get it, hey. and that yeah. was.
3: Oh, so kind of like yarn Yoshi. Pivot? I don't
2: think it. I don't that think the bullshit that you are just talking about.
3: I don't think it was this <laughs> bad in
0: uh, Woolly World.
3: Woolly World's close. problem was that half the collectibles are hidden in invisible clouds.
2: Oh
0: my god! Yeah, but uh, oh, the, you just had to start every level with that power up. And yeah, yeah.
2: well, that's why the the Poochy stuff in in Woolly. The, well, the crappy thing about the Poochy stuff is you can only have them activated in Mellow Mode. Yeah. Which like I, I wish that wasn't the case because like I I want them on because then that alleviates like my my hatred of these stupid invisible clouds, but like then it's like not a challenge. And-
3: so I was actually playing the original Yoshi's on not original I was playing it on the the Game Boy Advance, and uh, there's actually maybe a worse way that they do hidden clouds in that game. There you know there are some places where. You know you have to throw eggs through that spongy stuff, or you have to destroy a little piece of spiky uh texture, and there's a hidden cloud in there and If you don't do that, you don't get it,
0: yeah, it's been a problem with all Yoshi games,
3: yeah, yeah, I just didn't remember that being such an issue,
0: hopefully, yeah, not I don't a think I've ever presented the original oh
3: I've hundred percent of the original, but I can't for the life of me hundred percent the uh, Game Boy Advance exclusive stages. They're hard as balls.
1: Especially when you have when you're doing it on a smaller screen than what the T V would give
0: you for, right. the, for the original. Yeah, yeah, I kinda want to play the original Yoshi's Island, but just have the bonus levels thrown in as well. That'd be cool.
3: Yeah. Like uh, the the Super Mario Advance Three on the Wii
1: U. Yeah, the, the or the Mar or Super Mario Three GBA on right.
3: The, the all.
1: Including the Walmart level, thank God. <laughs> yeah. So any anything else there? Because I I know that you guys probably skipped over Fire
2: and the Warriors. Yeah, we did. We did not play Fire and the Warriors. Um, nope. I think yeah, I think that was pretty much it. That was that was what we got to yeah. check out while we were there. Yeah.
1: So cool. yeah, it looks like a pretty pretty solid set of games there for the next uh, several months probably. Yeah. Into October, into I
2: mean, it is crazy cuz it's like at the end of every demo I'd be like, "Oh, and I get to play the full game in like 3 months." <laughs> we So that is, so, nice. that is
1: But with with the Super Nintendo Classic being in September and Mario Odyssey in October, I'm kind of running out of things that they can do for TV heart, you know, TV based stuff that they could do on, you know, Friday before Thanksgiving. Unless they're just going mean, to go I mean, on I mean, with po- Pokemon again this year.
2: I mean, I think Pokemon could be strong, but I, I still I have the suspicion that I think there it might not be something that big, but I think that there will be something else on Switch in November that we don't know about. I don't I don't think Fire Emblem Warriors is is your big holiday game. I don't think yeah. Xenoblade 2 is your big holiday game if it if it even makes it out in 2017. <laughs> Um, I swear it is. (laughs) I mean, once again, I'll I'll stand by how I think as of right now, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will come out in 2017. I think that could very easily change in like September. Uh, We could get to a point where the team's like, nope, we ain't doing it. My money (laughs) has always
0: been on 2018.
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think that as of this moment, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is a 2017 game. I think it could change. Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, especially like if you, if you were Nintendo, you have to be, you have to be aware that that is a possibility. Uh, and I don't sure. think as, you know, as great as Mario Odyssey could, could be as, as great as their, their lineup is like, you know, as, as strong, they'll have Splatoon 2 going to the holiday. You know, we'll see how ARMS does. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Zelda will still be on the Switch come holiday. i will its you new have, DLC and Amiibo. Yeah, like you'll have you'll have strong things to kind of be like, oh, get a switch. There's X, Y, and Z on it, but they, I mean, I still there's a part of me that thinks that maybe there's a chance for Smash Brothers in November. Smash, 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 smash. Because they could well, be holding, they could be holding off on on confirming anything about it because they don't want to take away from Arms coming out or Splatoon Spider- mm. two. They want to kind of focus on these these newer titles because the like people were talking about how like oh, what if they announced Smash at E3 and you're like. That would murder arms. Murder arms yeah. That would destroy arms before it's even out. Whereas if they announce like Smash Brothers is coming out in November in like the end of August or something, like that's kind of cool. And the yeah, only yeah. way it'll
0: work is if you own arms.
2: <laughs> <They should've, laughs> no, I mean what they should have done is put a beta for Smash Brothers in arms or something. I know. Like that that would have been brilliant. You have
1: to
0: have registered the game on my Nintendo, and you get a download code for the Smash Beta.
3: Oh yeah. God,
0: that would have done so much. That would have done everything Nintendo wants. <clears throat> Should have done it. Also known as the Dragon Quest Eight Plan. Yeah.
1: Include the demo disc, make millions. But yeah. Uh, aside from Skyrim, I think the I think we pretty much need to see something for.
2: Oh yeah, I forgot. I, I mean, I think Skyrim could be. I mean. I feel like we discount Skyrim as not being a big release. I think that is a still a... I think that's probably a bigger release than Blade Chronicles 2 or Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah, I mean, it is first party published, too, yep. so...
3: But is it gonna sell Switches?
1: Uh, if they hype up the the fact that you can play as Link in it and we know that Breath of the Wild was a huge hit, then... Yeah, I
3: guess that's true, yeah.
0: Here's the thing. I want to know what's gonna happen. Are they gonna ramp up those Amiibos before uh, the release of Skyrim on Switch.
3: Oh, interesting.
0: Because I know they've reprinted
1: some of them, but I don't think those restocks have really gone wide yet.
3: Couldn't tell you. I saw a a Guardian at Walmart like last month, and I stupidly did not buy it because I've never seen one in the wild, aside from that time amiibo of
0: the wild
2: yeah. yeah all right i've i have a review i have to finish
1: yeah. so yeah so we'll we'll call it quits here uh, thank yeah. you very much for watching <laughs> check, and listening.
2: Check, out, check out my review of goner that uh i will be finishing writing and recording okay. audio for in a little bit uh it's it's pretty good <laughs> for more information <laughs> Nintendo World Report tomorrow.
1: Yes, and head over to Nintendo World Report for all the big, all the big news, all the big reviews. Uh, apparently, I apparently I like Chante Half Genie Hero a lot, and it's blowing up.
3: Oh, is it good for you? Yeah, that game's. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm kind of glad I didn't review it. I would have been really hard on it.
2: Well, you can You backed it. That's not unethical Zach. I, I backed
0: mighty number no. nine and I probably'd have been harder on it than somebody who didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: mean it also works both ways because you're financially invested in it and you're gonna be more harsh on it. Like <laughs> I I, pay, yeah,
0: I, I don't think it, you can be yeah. harsh enough on that game.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so if you so also we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash NWR for new and exclusive content, including early access to podcasts. We just did a uh, Zach, Neil and I just did a Game of the Month podcast for May 2017, which features way too much Magikarp jump discussion.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I may or may not be playing it right now. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I also hate myself. <laughs> yes,
1: and if you want to, and if you want to hit us individually on Twitter, uh, that's at Donald Mick, at King at Enron Ten, at zmiller 1902, and while you're at it, at Kulafia. Oh yeah, normally show.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh and, yeah.
1: And he'll hopefully be back in at 100% next week. But until then, thank you very much and have a good night. Bye. Later.
3: Bye. Bye.